And welcome to Soccer 101. My name is Daryl Grove and sitting across the table from me, it's a man who looks good under floodlights. His name <laughs> is Taylor Rockwell. Hello. There's something about the four shadows that really makes floodlights great, isn't there? <laughs> there sure is. There sure is. Um, so we're doing the history of floodlights today? That's the plan? Unfortunately not, but maybe we should in the future. Um, today we are doing the League Cup because we get asked a lot. Yeah. What's the League Cup? Mm -hmm. Usually when the League Cup is happening, we get asked, what is the League Cup, now known as the EFL Cup? And also the Carabao Cup, I believe, since we've got lots of different sponsorship names. Oh, we're going to get into the history of the sponsorship uh, Uh, of the League Cup. And when we get that question, what is it, my answer is usually it's the one that's slightly uh, less useless than the uh, FA Cup, but more useless than the Community Shield. That's about how I go with it. So, yeah, essentially, it's not the FA Cup. Right. It's the other one. That's the one. It's the second most important Mm -hmm. uh, cup competition (laughs) in England. The FA Cup has... Some would say the world. (laughs) Some would say would say that. that. Maybe the various sponsors might. Yeah, that's probably The FA Cup has all that history. Mm -hmm. It goes back forever. Um, The League Cup did not come into existence until, what, 1960. There it is. Why did it come into existence in 1960? Uh, Essentially because of floodlights, which is what Daryl already said. But there's a few other things in there as well. The EFL, the English Football League, wanted to like have some like rivalry or control over the FA, but like so they yeah, wanted so the to FA is the football association, yeah. the other um, organization mm-hmm. in England, they had the FA Cup. So right. the Football League wanted their own cup. Right. Yeah. And then there's other little things in there as well, but basically it was the opportunity to create another cup competition that could be played uh, weekday nights because yep. you have floodlights now. Yep. So then you can cram in another thing to keep people <laughs> interested and watching. I'm sure in the original pitch they didn't use the word cram. No. But I think it was a response, as far as I understand, to the rise of the Champions League or the European Cup at the time yeah. and the idea that like that's being played uh, midweek, we- midweek yeah. so we could have other games being played at the same time it was and sort of a realisation yeah. oh you can play football in midweek right yeah. who knew so, yeah, they didn't um, until then here's the big difference mm-hmm. that people may not understand with the FA Cup the FA Cup um, is open to all teams in England mm-hmm. literally all teams in England can try and enter the FA Cup um, the, the League Cup is only available to league members, meaning the top four divisions of mm-hmm. English football. So only 92 teams enter the League Cup at the start of the season. Yes. That's it. That's it. And then you play seven rounds, smaller and smaller. You have what, what, two-legged semifinals, and then you have a final usually played at Wembley, I yep. believe. Yep, absolutely. Uh, the two big differences are Premier League teams mm-hmm. get a bye straight to the second round. And if you're involved in European competition, if you're in the Champions League or the Europa League, you, you get a bye all the way to the third round. So wow. by the time you're in it, there's only 32 teams left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's an interesting wrinkle. The there's, other- there's a concessions they've had to make along yeah. the way to the bigger teams to get them to keep playing essentially but it's interesting because in my mind it, it, it was this thing of like oh it's like like weeknight football and everybody's going to be into it and it must have been this beloved thing oh back in the day yeah that slowly over the course of time has become just another cup competition we have more Champions League the Premier League is more valuable so there's less interest turns out not the case always kind of a thing that people did not really like yeah. from the outset I mean so actually to take it to present day mm-hmm. this is the competition where you will often see teams field right. their their team Mm -hmm. and their kids especially Premier League teams Mm -hmm. right they will rest players not play their best team um, in League Cup games yeah and as you said I thought that was a recent phenomenon it turns out it wasn't even popular when it started no there's uh, the Times published an article in May of 1960 uh, quote where a drastic reduction is required in an attempt to raise quality no doubt quantity and a further spread of mediocrity will be done where men like 
Count Bernabeu, didn't know that he was a count, uh, with his wider horizons, think in terms of a European league for the future in which a lead could sh- a lead could surely now be given jointly by our leaders. The Football League proposed next season to implement their useless Football League Cup to be played in midweek. It gets the players, the clubs, and the public nowhere. End quote. The trophy no one ever has been all that excited <laughs> Useless there. Football League Cup is the way it was described in 1960. And yet... It still counts it does. as a trophy in England. By the mm-hmm. time you get to the final, even those teams that often field their kids and their B-team players in the early rounds, you get to a final at Wembley in February, usually, so they finish up early. That's another concession they've made. Mm-hmm. Even the big teams want to win it because it's, it's just yeah. over the line of being a trophy that people want. And right? speaking of the big teams, statistically speaking, if you are in the final, you are Man City, Man United, or Chelsea. Okay. Uh, because in the since 2003, 17 times it's been played. It's been won by Tottenham once, Liverpool twice, Chelsea three times, United four times, City four times. So basically you've had the same winners 14 out of 17 times. Back in the day, in the 80s, Liverpool used to win it yep. endlessly. Mm-hmm. Worth noting, we are recording this in November 2019. That we Those are. numbers may change into in the future. Mm-hmm. I mean, they uh, definitely will. One, one number that has changed, but I also want to call out when it comes to the sort of maybe less important like the lesser importance of the league cup is that uh there's a 2017 telegraph article that was noting that uh in the previous 10 seasons to 2017 the winning manager had been sacked within a year seven times of winning the league cup so it's not even and and that's not just to say like oh and therefore it's like a, a, a jinxed cup or something like that but more so that if you win the fa cup that tends to be enough like with most clubs. Like, well, they won silverware. That's a, a sign that they're moving in the right direction. So we'll keep the manager around. The League Cup maybe doesn't buy you as much goodwill with the front office. It doesn't. It does get you into the Europa League. Well, there's that. So there is that, which is honestly weird. Like most um, nations that do have secondary cup competitions, which most don't, by mm-hmm. the way. Spain doesn't have one. Nope. Italy doesn't have one. Germany doesn't have one. Um, most nations that do have a secondary cup competition, they do not give one of their Europa League places uh, to it. And it, it seems that England continues to just value it a little more in that way. Except that the frustrating thing, this has changed a little bit, but the frustrating thing is that they're like, well, you get an automatic spot in the league that people also don't want to compete yeah. in. Like, yeah, the, the League Cup of Europe. Exactly. The, Europe the one that teams intentionally crash out of so they don't have to play in it anymore. Yep. You get to play in that one. Huh? <laughs> is this sweetening the pot? Can we talk sponsorship? Let's do so it. So one of my... Favourite and least favourite mm-hmm. things about the League Cup, or the EFL Cup, as it was officially known once the English Football League rebranded as EFL in 2016, um, is instead of being, say, um, you know, the FA Cup sponsored by the Emirates, mm-hmm. they are willing to go all out and say, we don't even have to call it League Cup. If you're willing to sponsor this thing, we will absolutely just name the thing after you. <laughs> um, there have been, since uh, so this thing started in 1960, started getting sponsored in 1981. There have mm-hmm. been one, two, three, four, five, six, seven eight different sponsors. As a proud Englishman, I would have been able to name all of them because this is like a little trivia game we play all the time in England. Okay. I want to challenge you. How many of those sponsors can you name? Maybe four. Okay. I think. Give them uh, to me. Because we've got Carabao currently. Yep. It's been Capital One before. It has. It's been the Carling Cup before. It has. You've sort of gone backwards chronologically. All right. It, now, the, is it the, was it the Milk Cup or is the Milk Cup an entirely different thing? The very first sponsor okay. was the Milk Board. Uh-huh. They named it the Milk Cup in 1981. So, so those yeah, are my you've four, got four out of eight. Is Coca-Cola? Has they been one? Coca-Cola was a sponsor. That's all I've got after that. Okay, so you only missed Littlewoods. Don't know what that is. 
Rumbelows. Little Woods no, was, I think, either like a catalogue mm-hmm. that you could order out of, or it was like a pool, so like gambling system. It, mm-hmm. may, it may have been both. All right. <laughs> and Rumbelows, which is a sort of, it's um, like an, an appliance store. Like you go there to buy a washing machine. All the, right. So it was the Rumbelows Cup for a while. Then the other one you missed uh, is the Worthington Cup. Uh, Do you know what Worthington's is? I mean, I know. No, I don't. Never mind. I was Worth- thinking Worthington's originals. <laughs> I was thinking the hard candy. <laughs> <laughs> Worthington's is like a, a bitter. Okay. Um, in England, a drink, right? Mm-hmm. So it was Worthington's before it was. Oh, your garbage uh, alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool, garbage cool, cool, alcohol. Cool. Yeah, it was um, interesting. It's Worthington's, but they called it the Worthington Cup. Uh-huh. I don't know why they did that, but it really stuck for a while. It was the Worthington Cup. And then Carling was like, "No, no, no, we want to be the garbage beer that sponsors this one." Kind of, kind of. <laughs> so uh, to just give a quick, um, a quick shout out to the uh, the various sponsors. Also, over the years. I apologize to Carling, and I recognize that they will never be our sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, they don't sell in the U.S., do they? Right? Oh, there we go. Okay, okay. never mind. No apologies. They do sell milk though. So. Uh, um, since 1981, no, I'm saying they do sell milk in the U.S. Oh, okay. So we can get sponsored by milk. Okay, I, I think you said Carling sell milk in the United States. That was this week's Soccer 101 confused. is brought to you by milk. <laughs> All right. So starting in 1981, the, bones. the Milk Cup, the Littlewoods Cup, mm-hmm. the Rumbelows Cup, the Coca-Cola Cup, the Worthington Cup, the Carling Cup, the Capital One Cup. Then there was a year where they struggled for a little bit, where they didn't fully get a sponsor. Carabao came in towards the end of the season. And ever since then, it's been the Carabao <laughs> Cup. If you're listening to this in the future, it very likely may have um, a fresh sponsor. I think of that as like they didn't get a sponsor and then thus forgot to fill in the like like uh, accoutrement around the logo. And so it was just this like <laughs> file not found one year was the, was like on the cup or something like that. The file not found <laughs> yeah, cup. Yes. Yeah. I could, I could listen to that. I could <laughs> the that. placeholder cup. <laughs> Um, anything else to say about the League Cup? Cause, yeah. Okay. Uh, I've got one more thing. All right. Uh, it's, I, it's not just that like it's a cup that was like historically unpopular from the beginning. It's also that they seem to have gone out of their way to make it not relevant. Because <laughs> if you look at the FA Cup, for example, you win the FA Cup, you get two million pounds. That's not that much anymore, but it's still enough. I could spend it. It gets dwarfed by the pre- pre- by Premier League income and revenue. It gets dwarfed by Champions League, where participating in the Champions League alone gets you twelve point seven million euros. If you win the League Cup, do you remember what you get? It's like 50 grand. It's 100,000 pounds. Okay. And if you lose, you get 50 grand okay. for making it all the way to the final. But that is less than a lot of players that are probably playing mm-hmm. in the League Cup make per week. So I don't <laughs> think it has that big of an impact either uh, compared to maybe in 1960, if it were 100,000 pounds, maybe that would have gone yeah. a little bit further. I actually think of the League Cup as a good sort of starter trophy. Like if you're a coach who's just taken over... A big team, yeah. Like if you're Guardiola, you just took over Man City. It wouldn't be a bad idea. To Jose just... Mourinho is going to go for it, isn't he? I think. I think he did do this. I, oh, I wish I had the history in front of me. That would that would correspond with maybe when Man United won it recently was Jose Mourinho maybe prioritizing that one and then also maybe winning the Community Shield and saying that they'd won two. See, that's not quite enough. <laughs> no, I think if you can by February lift yeah. the League Cup, mm-hmm. you can say I've won a trophy. You're off to a good yeah. start. It's a momentum builder. It was either Mourinho or Van Hall. Either way, they definitely tried to sell it that way. So yes, <laughs> I I could see that happening again. Maybe it is a good little starter trophy. <laughs> So that's what they should rename yeah. it, the Good Little Starter Trophy. <laughs> um, anything else? Because we have, a, we have a sponsor for today's mm-hmm. show. It might be milk. We won't know until we get there. And then in the second half, we're going to propose ideas to fix or save the EFL Cup. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I don't think I do. I want to get to that one. But first, I want to get to today's sponsor. And if you want to, say, uh, watch all of the many League Cup games, but you don't have access, maybe some of them are only available on British broadcasters, then today's sponsor might help you be able to watch those games. If you want to watch any weird football tournaments from or- around well, this might be the way to go because it's ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN is sponsoring today's show. Mm-hmm. ExpressVPN is 
a VPN. It lets you create a virtual private network. You can say that your IP is coming from anywhere in the world that you want to say it is coming from. There are lots of mm-hmm. VPNs available that let you do this service. Genuinely, ExpressVPN is the best because mm. some places like, say, the BBC or Netflix, um, they will um, have methods of recognizing mm. when a VPN is being used if you're using a lesser VPN. Yep. Not so ExpressVPN. They stay one step ahead of the competition, unlike the League Cup. And despite staying one step ahead, they also don't sl- slow you down because I've definitely used VPNs where you activate it and as soon as it's on, it's like, oh, and now we've moved to like 56K dial-up. Yeah. Uh, that is not the case. ExpressVPN, I haven't really been able to even notice a difference. Mm-hmm. You're still streaming. You don't. It doesn't get a lot of lag. You don't get bad uh, pixely frame rates or anything like mm-hmm. that. It stays very high quality. And to your point, it allows you to access streams from around the world so that you can then say you're from that country. You can utilize their subscription service, which is maybe $2 instead of $2 a month instead of $40 a month. Yeah. One example is um, in Taiwan, mm-hmm. you can subscribe to 11 Sports for £2 a month, which is you know, roughly $2, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just a, a tiny bit more. Until you all leave Europe and then it will be, uh, I think, £2 will be 20 cents. I think is that will work. <laughs> yeah, when the, yeah, when the pound sinks. It'll be yeah. even less, yeah. So you can subscribe to 11 Sports and watch all of the Premier League with a Taiwanese subscription, but you would need ExpressVPN to be able to uh, say you have a Taiwanese IP address. You would indeed, and you could, if you were so inclined, uh, protect your online activity today and find out how you could get three months free at expressvpn.com slash soccer. Spell it out. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash soccer for three months free with a one-year package. So visit expressvpn.com slash soccer to learn more. I get anxious every time I have to spell it out. I genuinely do. As soon as I start spelling, my brain's like, you're going to say too many S's. You're going to. It's like a spelling bee, right? It really is. (laughs) (laughs) With only only two competitors, but a large audience. It's the the Dimitri Martin bit of like, you never know when to stop spelling banana. (laughs) Banana, (laughs) banana, banana. Like, oh, I went too far. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to Gwen Stefani. She knows. Um, All right, I've done a bit of research. I I don't know anyone who said that in the last 15 years, so well done, sir. (laughs) I've done a bit of research while we were doing the Mm -hmm. ad. Turns out it was Jose Mourinho Mm -hmm. who used the League Cup as a springboard to success. Mm -hmm. When he landed in England with Chelsea, the first thing he did, he won that League Cup in the 2004-2005 season, first trophy. Then he also won the league that season. But his first trophy in England, his springboard, was the League Cup. Do you have a Um, list of winners on there? um, No, I've just got Mourinho's honours. Did he win it with Man United too? Um, I believe he won it in 2016-17 with United. Yes, he did. He won it in 2016-17 with United. And is that the year he won the Community Shield? I want to make sure I had this right. You keep counting the Community Shield. Yeah, he won the Community Shield in 2016. No No one cares. No, it's more so that I think he counted both of those as like, see the silverware I've added to your your trophy cabinet? You're welcome. If it shines, I count it. Yes. (laughs) Mourinho would count it. Zlatan would count it. (laughs) And then Pep Guardiola, Mm -hmm. uh, his first season at Manchester City, no trophies. But then his first trophy was the following season... He won the League Cup, Hmm, and then they won the League, and then next year they won the League again. So it was like his springboard to success. It definitely is like you get it. um, You just get that trophy, and it just feels like you're, you're on a roll. The League Cup can at least be that. But it's kind of or a you shame. get fired seven of ten times. Or possibly, yeah. But yeah. it is a shame that um, it's reduced to that, mm-hmm. right? That everybody complains about it, that people field weakened teams in it. Yep. It would be nice if the League Cup maybe um, had a bit more respect or was a bit more celebrated by fans. I've come up with some ideas to maybe make that happen. And I know you've been working mm-hmm. away in your laboratory as well. What have we got, Taylor Rockwell? I've got a solution that's going to be wildly unpopular, but I'm cool with it. <laughs> uh, what I want to do is you 
if you remove the League Cup, as we've talked about, it's meant to be played uh, week weeknights. Mm-hmm. So you maybe move some Premier League fixtures into those spaces that you vacated with the League Cup. Yeah. Now you open up some space in December, January, and you make it just a mid-season, you take that winter break, but you play the League Cup in that condensed time period. Oh, wow. So like it's on like a, a March Madness type thing? Basically, on like a set, like Saturday, December something, you start off with like Saturday, Sunday competitions. But the advantage here is that if, if you are one of those bigger teams who really doesn't want to participate, the sooner you lose, the sooner you have a winter break to then reset and take some time off. Whereas if you are a smaller team that wants to prioritize it, if you're a manager who is struggling and thinks this is an opportunity for me to get the team together, win some silverware, maybe that catapults us into a stronger second after the season, you can go that route with it. All right. Um, I've got one idea, which mm-hmm. is one, let teams opt out of it. That would also make right sense. Right now, it's mandatory. I think at the start of the season, you should be able to say, I don't want to compete in this. It's fine, and I'm just going to give notice mm-hmm. and drop out and not go through with the whole thing. Didn't you send me the 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 link to the like, the, like Everton? I think opted out, and then they're yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. And then the next year, it became mandatory. Yeah, and I think actually part of the reason it became mandatory is not all Everton's fault. Man United had done it a couple of years previously, but also that coincided with the launch of the UEFA Cup, mm-hmm. which is the precursor to the Europa League. And apparently, the English Football League had negotiated hard to make sure that the League Cup winner got themselves a spot in the mm-hmm. UEFA Cup, now Europa League. But I think part of the bargain of that was, OK, but all, if you're going to do that, it has to be important enough that all teams have to compete in it. So when it became worth a UEFA mm-hmm. Cup spot, it became mandatory to ain't, enter the League Cup. Uh, to paraphrase Tina, Fre- Tina Fey, ain't no party like a League Cup party because a League Cup party is mandatory. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I have got a long list of ideas. You got any more? I, no, I want to hear your long list oh, of okay. ideas. So the next idea is if a team, like teams like Man City or mm-hmm. Arsenal or Man United will often field their younger players. Uh, and it's great, right? It is. I like getting a first look at those players because often their first fully senior team professional experience but then when they get deep into the competition by the time you get to the final Mm -hmm. they're mostly filled in their senior team Right, so like Phil Foden could get some games early on for Man City. He doesn't play in the final. For some example. managers do that. Yeah, yeah some managers do that. Um, so what I would like to say is that you have the choice at the start of the season to just, if you're a big, big team, you can enter your under twenty one side. Okay, you can just fully say, all right, I'm in going. place of your like senior team. Yeah, and you just call it. It'll be Man City under twenty one. Okay, compete in the League Cup. And you just make it official that this is our youth team, and they're going as far as they're going. And then you know that the uh, the other players are getting that midweek break, right? Because you've had probably Champions League football, a load of league football. You've got the FA Cup as well. So, yeah, just some teams can enter their under-21 side. I like the idea. Because the League Cup doesn't have a long history and proud tradition like the FA Cup, I think it's a good place to experiment with things. Right, right because you're nothing, point- nothing is sacred in the League Cup because no. they, they will give away their name. Yes, they certainly to a, will. To an energy drink <laughs> yeah, and like, or milk. And I think this was a good point uh, made by a couple different things I read. Milk, indeed. That, like, you also don't have the sort of giant killing uh, to the extent that you do an FA Cup because with the FA Cup, you'll get that, like, semi-pro team where, like, the plumber and the taxi driver combined yeah. to score the goal against West Ham or something like that. With the League Cup, at best, it's going to be a League Two team who are yeah. all professional. And then they beat, beat uh, West Ham's championship B- team. Yeah, well, they beat West Ham's B team. Yeah, right? exactly. so you even don't have the full glory of the giant killing because it's not the full giant. Yes, but a half asleep giant. <laughs> <laughs> so, drowsy, he's had a tough week. <laughs> drowsy, a drowsy giant. Um, okay, here's my other idea: yeah. trash it. Okay, just absolutely yep. get rid of it. But in doing so, you would save the FA Cup. Hmm. You could because the FA Cup now doesn't take place midweek. The FA Cup is on weekends, ooh, right? Ooh. And it takes uh, it takes a Premier League week fixture weekend away. There is fixture congestion in English football. If you got rid of the League Cup, had some of the FA Cup rounds go to midweek. 
everybody wins. Except, Except the EFL. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It's, especially when you go back to the history of it was started to sort of wrest some control away from the FA. Yeah. <laughs> Your solution to it being give the FA more power. Yeah. I like it. I mean, ever since then, the Premier League has come in and yeah. become the dominant. Like the, yeah. the war between the FA mm-hmm. and the Football League is over. They both lost the Premier League one. <laughs> They're throwing racks at each other while the Premier League has nukes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, exactly that. All right. Here's my big idea. This mm. is the thing that. Um, no joke, I honestly think they should do. Oh, boy. Combine the English League Cup with the Scottish League Cup. Okay. Because Scotland also has uh-huh. an FA Cup and a League Cup just for their 44 league teams. And you could even then combine it with the Welsh League Cup. There's a Welsh FA Cup and a Welsh League Cup, which has 28 teams. Just have a British League Cup. Okay. Yeah. How about that? The Great British Cup. The would Great you, British Cup off. I genuinely don't know the answer to this. Does Northern Ireland have Mellon their own Sue, league? Melon Sue would do the commentary. <laughs> We're referencing that show a lot, and I'm cool with it. <laughs> um, does Northern Ireland have their own league? And would you throw them in there too? They definitely have their own league. I don't know if they have their own league cup. Okay. All right. So we'll just we'll just go with Scotland, England, Wales yeah. to start. All right, yeah. cool. so, I mean, that's Great Britain, right? It's yeah. the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. Yeah, and so you make, that, and you that's why the Great British Cup. You can't right. have the Melon Sue joke if you include Northern Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> but so I, I genuinely like this idea. Honestly, <laughs> Wales I could take or leave because the teams in the Welsh League are not, are not that big, not that glamorous, right? I'm still laughing at Great British Cup. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> but with, the, with mm-hmm. the Scottish League Cup, you would finally get that thing of getting Celtic and Rangers, mm-hmm. and to a lesser extent, Hearts and Hibs. Do you think you need to sell me on this? Because I'm play, a thousand percent in. Well, I'm selling this yeah, then. To yeah. play competitive games mm-hmm. against English teams where the silverware yeah. on the line. Bit of experimentation, but also a thing that honestly Scottish football could do with, right? Yeah. It, would, it would really add some drama. Imagine a Celtic v Liverpool quarterfinal. An Arsenal v Rangers quarterfinal. They would care a little bit, wouldn't they? Yes. Even if they hadn't have cared up until that prove. point. Yeah. yeah. If, if Celtic got to play a Premier League team to finally prove that, like, hey, we could do this if we wanted to, mm-hmm. you would definitely get some feisty encounters for yeah. sure. And it's also like a grand adventure for a team like Queen of the South. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some of those scholar- a grand adventure for you are really selling the Great British League Cup <laughs> yeah. aspect of these things. <laughs> the Great Queen British- of the South's adventure, the Great British Cup off. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I really, honestly think that could work. You would just have to persuade Scottish teams that that it's worth you know buying into mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Couple questions: Is it played in a tent? It can be. Okay. It can is be. it played on the grounds of what appears to be a palatial estate? Yes. And does it then reinforce all Americans' ideas of British stereotypes? Of course. Perfect. Okay, then Absolutely. I'm in. I'm in. Perfect. Let's do it. <laughs> but how about from a footballing perspective? Mm-hmm. Are you in on this? Apart yeah. from the Melon Sue aspect? No, I, I think anything that is innovation, because I don't think you can scrap it. I think EFL, uh, the English Football League, would not be okay with that. Mm-hmm. I think they need something. Uh, and, and it's worth noting yeah. that smaller teams do kind of like it, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. uh, Colchester mm-hmm. likes it a lot more than probably Arsenal does. And we should add, there was also the suggestion, uh, like the, like many times I've seen the suggestion of, well, why don't you just remove Premier League teams and just make it Championship, League One, League Two? And you kind of already have that with the, what, the Johnson Paint Trophy, I think it is, that's I League One, League Two only. EFL Trophy. Yeah, but, but so you kind of already have that. And if you remove Premier League, the argument is then you get rid of a lot of the commercial interest and commercial revenue oh, yeah. because you don't have those teams in there. Yeah. So I think this goes the opposite direction. It brings in more teams, but it immediately creates interest because now you've got teams that would never be playing each other outside of the Champions League. Mm -hmm. You don't need that anymore. Instead, you've got a lot of teams going all over the place to play games that wouldn't otherwise happen. No, I think it would really work and be a very smart way to innovate. Go on East Fife. Mm -hmm. All the way way to the semis. (laughs) 
Anything? Gr- Grimsby? Is Grimsby Welsh? But they're in the English Football League. I don't know of a Welsh team that isn't in the English Football League. Grimsby's in England. Okay. Uh, Rill. Rill is a Welsh team. Who am I thinking of then that's like another – there's like the four Welsh teams that play in England. And uh, I can't Wrexham, Swansea, uh-huh. Cardiff. And there's one more that I can't remember. And the other one. Yeah, and the other one, obviously. Yeah. Obviously. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in on it. I'm in on it. And maybe you get the – like uh, our other Soccer 101 sponsor, Away Days. Maybe you get some like Welsh team jerseys in there and now it all <laughs> comes together. <laughs> right, any other League Cup ideas or League Cup observations? Or are you ready – have we explained the League Cup uh, to people? You enough? hit oil, my friend. I hit oil. Yes. <laughs> I hit Scottish oil. I was in the North Sea. Um, all right, then. You have been listening to Soccer 101. A lot of Britain, Britain jokes today, and I'm here for it. I've been Daryl Grove. I've been Taylor Rockwell. Thank you for listening to Soccer 101. Thank